Welcome back, everyone. The More Watts Podcast. More Watts. More Watts. I'm Chris, aka Tron Rides on IG. T R O N R I D E S. <laughs> What's up, y'all? I'm Chad Bennett. You can find me on IG, Chad Bennett. That's where I'm at today. With two E's <laughs> in <laughs> two the bin. Two E's in the bin. Yeah. Yes. Let's go to Zach. Um, just follow the. The Black Watch Cycling on IG. That page is there you go. crazy, son. We got all type of content and videos and posts and things for you. Um, this more watch. This is season two, man. Glad to be back again. You know what it is. Yeah. Our socials lit, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Always. Continue to keep them lit. Like <laughs> yeah, we, we we need all the social love. We need the love. We need the engagement. We're trying to do a lot for the community, and your level of engagement helps us do that. Yeah. A lot. Sure. Absolutely. So Give today, fellas, that. I wanted to talk about us feeling at home in our bodies mm. right i um, you was digging in the crates with this yeah top yeah i was so. like I, I went away this summer you know we were traveling this summer going to different events and you know when you travel you have conversations you meet new people yep. and you know who we are right like we have we like to have in-depth engaging conversation go beyond just surface level talk you know and i had the good fortune of having conversations with both men and women about this topic and it wasn't something that I sought to talk to them about because we've all talked about uh, our own journeys and just people that we know, their journeys with yeah. feeling at home in their body and body image and that sort of thing. It's particularly in cycling, right? Because cycling is thought to be like the small person sport, you know? Um, yes. But it was interesting to me because there were a number, a number of conversations that just started off without me prompting. It was, they just kept coming up back to back to back. Mm. Um, and that, to me, that meant that there's something there that's under the surface that, you know, I think we should shed light on in the way that only we can, you know, yeah. like we, 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 we talk to the people plainly. Uh, we try to educate ourselves about topics and things like that. And when necessary, we try to get experts. But on this one, I just wanted us to share yeah, it's personal. our experiences and, and, you know, our thoughts uh, please uh, make sure you jump in in the comment section. You know, DM us yeah. in the comments on on IG. Please interact with us, engage with us. We really want to shine some light on this. Yeah. So, and we also include our own personal experience. Yes, absolutely. Course, you know, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I want to start us off with like self love. Mm. What do you guys think about <laughs> self love? Because that's heavy, right? Yeah. Like, I told you, man. You in the crates, like yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to get the all good right. vinyl. Yeah. Can we? All right. When you when you talk about self self love, mm -hmm. dig a little deeper for me. Yeah. Right. So when I say self love, I mean it in the capital S sense, meaning like just everything that's around it. But then I also mean it in the little S sense, like specifically like your body, mm. like loving big S who you are and where you fit in the world and what your journey has been in this lifetime. And little ass from the standpoint of when I look in the mirror, do I like the person that I see? And that's tough, right? Because yeah. we're talking about like physically, do I like my nose? Do I like my lips? Do I yeah. like my cheekbones, my ears, my skin texture, my hair texture, right? My belly, you know what I'm saying? Like my chest, my arms, right? Like, do we, do we love ourselves? I think I, from a high level, like, I think that's an ongoing war, if, if not anything. Like, that's a battle with yourself because it's not, it's not a, a static situation. So if you do, like, all right, we, so we, obviously, the health component um, in cycling is a big deal. Even if we don't talk about it a lot. Like, that's a, I mean, like, you staying healthy and active and all that at whatever age you're at, that's a big deal. But whether... <laughs> Whether you're physically fit or you're on that journey, like and cycling is getting you there, you're just constantly changing. Weight up and down. You know what I mean, how you feel up and down. You might I, sometimes I get up, I feel like a monster. Like I'm trying to get outside and really get after. It. Sometimes not so much. So the the high level view, like you talked to the big ass, like just everything that's surrounding it, that journey of of loving who you are at that moment, right now, that's that's tough. That's a, a battle that's going to change on a, on a daily basis and. I mean that that gets hard. I know for me it is. That's that's a difficult task. But um, like when you were just talking about the story, like people giving you conversation and like when you were in Atlanta or whatever, like what were they telling you? What were they giving back to you? Yeah. So you know there was uh, one individual who we were having 
a conversation about something completely different. Someone rode up to the individual and made a comment about their body. Like, oh, you ride a lot. Like, Mm. hmm. I'm surprised, you know, you look this way. Mm. And it was, the person was taken aback. I was taken aback. Were they friends? Like, is it a joke type of thing? That's the thing. But, like, I don't know. But the way it was said, I mean, it's it's just wild. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. It's just wild, right? And then the individual was just like, you know, what's crazy, Chris, is I ride more than this person. I've been doing this for 12, you know, 10, 12 years. Mm. They just started in COVID. I will outride them anytime. But in this moment, I'm being judged by what I look like. Yeah. (laughs) Like a lot of things. I'm, I'm being fully judged about what my capabilities are and by what I look like. And to me, you know, the individual didn't say this, but I'm thinking that's a direct microaggression. Like as people of color, we experience that in a different way. Maybe yeah. it's not about body, yeah. but whether it's checking our, our, our proverbial resumes in terms of our level of education, which is a check on our knowledge base. Right. So, you know, that I'm not going to lie, man, that, that turned me around. Because I was like, did that person just fucking say that? Mm-hmm. And why did they feel comfortable enough to say that? Like, why it's was that okay? In a public setting at that, like, okay. around other people to hear it. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that individual had a high self-love level. Yeah, no, absolutely. Know? Absolutely. The person absolutely does. But I, I, I've made that mistake. I mean, I'm going to come clean. Like, I have some really good friends and... um both men and women that I've had a good opportunity to meet over my lifetime. And I thought a young lady was pregnant. Oh, no, you ain't. Yeah, yeah man. You did that. You were, oh, congratulations. Bro, <laughs> not only congratulations. Chris. But like. <laughs> what do you do? Like you went all the way in? All the way in. Can I tell? Can I? You know yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> all the way in. Wow, disrespect. And the response was, I'm not pregnant. Ooh. Bro, I was apologizing for months. Yeah, as you should. Absolutely. There are just certain things you just avoid unless it is brought up. I was devastated, right? Like, I was disappointed in myself because I know better, right? I was disappointed in myself because I started thinking about, like, damn, like, what does that do to her self-esteem? Right. It wasn't malicious, but I see. No, no, but and this is somebody that I call a friend. Like, you know, this isn't just a passerby. Like, what did I just do to her self-esteem? What did I do to her, how she, her image of herself? Now, she's a strong person. She told me, whatever, it don't bother me or whatever. But ah, I still felt like I fucked up. Like, you know what I mean? You did. You yeah. Did. yeah. You, know? you did, bro. There's no getting you know? around that. You did. Yeah. You know? And, um, you know, that's just one instance of, of, you know, a time that I had done something like that. But even, like, I've had my own struggles. Like, Aging, right? I'm 47 mm. now. I'm Obama plus three. I'm very <laughs> proud of that. My Obama, Obama. plus three, and uh, my body doesn't change, doesn't respond to physical stimulus and dietary changes like it used to, even just five years ago. Mm. Right? Like so, you know. Now about we talk about mom bods and dad bods and all that sort of stuff. I still don't really know what that means, but but I get the idea around it. But it's crazy because I have conversations with my daughters like they have an affirmation that they say every morning. They look in the mirror and they say this affirmation uh, about their hair and and their facial features and their their minds. Right. And I'm so keen into that, that that's another reason why I was just like, bro, I just dropped a nuclear. I just did Hiroshima with this woman right now. And I really know better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. For me, yeah, self-love is an internal. It starts internally first. I don't know if it has so much to do with the exterior. You're right. You're right. You know? Um, For me, someone who's fluctuated weight a lot, you know, like I used to be 120 pounds soaking wet all through college. And then, you know... Felt like I was at a decent weight after school and bulked up. I was, you know, my muscle man thing. In the gym. <laughs> In yeah. the gym. Strong man, Chad. <laughs> Lift heavy, that's how it's going. Yeah, yeah. and then 
um, became a parent and things change for you as you become a parent and as you age. And so I think for me personally, it's a journey. You know, it's a journey whether I was on my journey to put on muscle. It was a journey to put on the weight. And it was a journey once I had my daughter to lose the weight. It's always been a journey that I've kind of accepted. And it's it's a, it's a it's been a personal challenge, you know. Like, when I was putting on the weight, no one said, damn, Chad, you looking pretty solid. But as I started to cycle and I started to drop a tremendous amount of weight, yeah, come. it was like, Damn, Chad. And it was like, right. wait, am I, am I sick? What's right. going on? Yeah. Now feel you think it like, differently. Right, yeah, right, right. It's right. like, wait, you're making me feel like something wrong with me that I'm losing weight. So it's like you can never you can never win with people. You know, like people will always make comments. I feel like some people have uh, the best intentions when they make these comments in most cases. But it's just kind of. Maybe. It may be. You just got to like accept it and, and move on you know like cycling is a very ego driven sport and so someone's always looking to one up you in very competitive sport. in every yeah. aspect in every aspect of it whether <laughs> it's funny. the the performance or the aesthetic or the bike you know it's like there's always someone looking to one up you in some facet of cycling and once you understand that just kind of say you know what fuck it i don't give a shit yeah. listen when I decide to get 500 watts for 50 minutes, then I'll do it. <laughs> I'll right. do it. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. <laughs> and that's sort of where I'm at with it. You know, like, uh, one of the things that I, I learned very early on in cycling is, like, ride your own ride. And I feel like that applies to this whole thing is it's a journey. Be on your own journey. Be on your own ride. And don't look at the person cycling to the left and to the right of you, focus on your your journey as a cyclist, which is encompasses your diet, encompasses mm-hmm. your your weight loss or weight gain journey. Because there are people who are really small who want to get bigger. Yes. It's not just a a weight loss or a quote unquote fat thing. There mm-hmm. are people mm-hmm. who are, are who are uncomfortable being small. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah for sure. So I, I definitely was. That's that's where I'm at with it, you know. Like, I went from an XL in Rafa to a large and medium in Rafa, and I'm kind of cool where I'm at. You <laughs> right. know, like obviously I want to make some body improvements, but uh, it's just a journey I'm on. You know, I'll get there as long as I put in the work. It's kind of to, you know, the the famous quote that we have for us is to keep pedaling. Right. Mm-hmm. You know that keep pedaling just isn't something we say on the bike it's sort of like a movement to never like to never stop like to always keep moving and once if you continue to to keep moving you're going to start to see those changes physically and emotionally yeah and it, it's the funny the the term is self-love yet a lot of us i'm and i'm i'm guessing or i'm estimating but a lot of us judge ourselves based on what's out there mm-hmm. at some point in time maybe even if it's not like that's what you holistically do, but sometimes you judge out that way. But the term implies it's just about you, bro. Like whatever, whatever you see as the flag on the top of that hill, like you gotta go get it, go get it. That's it. Nobody else is gonna, you know what I mean, yeah. can can sway that or, or determine what that's supposed to be. It happens, but the lesson is like just go after that yourself. Like whether that's gonna be like you talk about like body weight or we talking exterior again, but if it's some goal you have with cycling or what have you that's your goal like oh son did like five thousand feet of elevation this weekend i gotta i mean you can if you want to be competitive that's on you but otherwise man it's it's, it's just whatever goal you set you is you versus you every single day that's it roger right that's it <laughs> yo because you know it's you guys didn't explicitly state this but it's about self-acceptance too right yeah thousand um, percent and a lot we talk about the external because the images of women in the media the images of men in sports black the images of black men right mm. like the stereotype of, of of black men and whenever we're doing an athletic endeavor what how we should perform and what we should look like um even in cycling right like a lot of the brothers and people in the bipoc community if they transition from soccer 
or they transition from football, which tend to be of a bulkier, you know, strength based um, sport. Right. They come into cycling, they and they put on nylon, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They look huge in comparison to possibly someone who did not. Yo, because Ray Lewis still looked like Ray Lewis. Yes, <laughs> it's like he no- just has on nylon. <laughs> you know, shout out to Ray Lewis and you know? Reggie Miller, and like Reggie. Ray Allen. They yeah. all, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, you know, like that. The level of acceptance of loving yourself and the person you are inside of the skin, the skin you're in, is important, and not like marginalizing yourself, right? Like not having this marginalization of I am not blah 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 because I look this way mm. you know um because Chad you said we should ride ride your own ride mm-hmm. right? yeah and conversely you should live your own life Hell yeah. you know I mean Absolutely. you know like as as a, we all girl dads right so this is something that we're keen on you know like what if your daughter doesn't look like what the images that they see on social all the time because it's a part of their lives Right. right and right now the wave on social which has been for the last what at least seven years or so has been the you know bbl you know what i'm saying mommy makeover like all these <laughs> images which don't reflect what actual women look like and now we were talking about this just a week or so ago about men who are getting their legs literally broken to be taller. Shout out to my guy femur bone, yo. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Son, that's the wildest situation ever. I mean, I get it, but like, there's a, a procedure that you could either take your—I don't know if it's removal of the femur burn, bone or breaking it and elongating it so that now you're taller as an individual, couple inches, whatever the case. Yo, may be. like, that's, what are, what are you looking to accomplish by being taller than where you are? It ain't gonna help you get no girls, but. This person, and it's not going to help you perform it help. better. But you want to finally dunk? His lower his, the rim. If it's that serious for yo, you, yo. Like, and I think it was a Korean guy. Um, he he believed that taller people um, get more opportunity in life in general. So it wasn't necessarily that he wants to get more women. He felt like overall this will improve his quality of life because it would extend to more professional opportunities, more dating opportunities right like so he thought it would impact his life as a whole and i wouldn't say that's too far from some of the other things that that people do outside of there's a yeah, medical necessity for like like a mastectomy or something like that right? it's just it's that's it's just too risky because you go through this whole procedure you can't walk for four or five months whatever the timeline is and you're still in the same spot you were in before you got the surgery how do you know it's just not you as a person that just needs to become a better person and evolve or change some of your requirements when you're, you're looking for dating or you need to work a little bit harder. I'm just I'm not saying those are the things, but like there's just way too many variables for you to just pinpoint and say height height is what's holding me back. You out here with a not just shitty ass resume, <laughs> you know, not the fact you don't know how to talk to people or treat people. It's your height. Femur bone, long as shit. All this shit, just regular. He got a regular size. You a size calf. 32, 36 in length. It's crazy. <laughs> by the way, that probably ended up being crazy, that whole situation. Your son really elongated himself by like three to four inches. That's a lot. I wish I wish him well, man. I That's hope, a lot. I hope uh, through that process, he realizes it was his height and not his personality. Right, but that's but you're talking about the under underbelly of that or the the backside of that, which is probably huge, just like that, the iceberg below the ocean, is how do you value yourself, right? Right. Right. For me, like, I think about, <clears throat> yo, once I go gray, there is no, uh, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> Add, yo, yo, what are the people, shout out to my Philly folks that be adding that, uh, what's that that dark shoe shine that be putting in here? <laughs> yo. It's not shoe shine. My uncle told me yesterday, he was like, man, I grabbed the wrong oriental black, man. Oh, the Beijing? Yeah. The Beijing, the Beijing. He was yes. like, it started the drip. And I'm like, yo, once I get the salt and pepper, that is where I'm at with it. That's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, I'm not changing nothing God gave me, man. Happy to be here. I mean, but in cycling, though, <laughs> you know, but in cycling, right? Like, think about, you know, like we talked about this, like, yo, like we really want people to come into the sport just in general to get on their bikes and ride more, to to have some affinity that we have for the sport. We started wearing t-shirts, 
Yeah. Right? You know, like we started wearing t-shirts. You know, we started wearing uh, cargo bibs. Anything that we can do so it could not look like we were racing. Right? Like the the, 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 the typical, you know, tight jersey, race fit jersey, you know, uh, 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 bibs that, that look a certain way. But more so, it's like, yo, just come as you are. If you got flat yeah. pedals, you got on a t-shirt. I mean, we believe that you would really benefit from a chamois, but if you just want to come in your in your jean I know shorts, how I feel about them chamois. Yes, but if you want to come in your jean shorts, it's all good. But that has everything to do with people's level of comfort, also, and what their body looks like. Also, to that point, right? So, th- th- I thought about this before. Um, we would over the last like year, uh, especially with the podcast, because it's you know it's public facing, so we're talking to people. But even in person-to-person interaction. We're like, nah, you know what I mean? You can come out with us. We have beginner eyes. Tell people all the time, you don't have to be a black father. Just women, mm-hmm. all, everybody. Mm-hmm. We're saying that constantly, constantly, constantly. However, every time I see somebody like, y- y'all be going fast. Mm-hmm. So they're seeing that. So no matter what I say, no matter what we say, we're telling y'all like, oh, it's super comfortable. We go, we're really accepting of people who just started out. We just started out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come through. So we're telling you, telling you, telling you. But yeah, it's still based on whatever the visual may happen to be. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not judging, but I'm going to put y'all in this category. Y'all, y'all do it like this. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, man, it's, it's different. So people, that's just what we do. I, I'm assuming as human beings, like, we're, I'm giving you exactly where I want us to be, like, who we want to interact with, engage with, yet you you still have this idea in your head. It's got to be, it's just this one way. And we do yeah. this with everything. Like, a person could tell you, like, yeah, I'm this way, or I'm, like, shorty, like, or whoever you was talking mm-hmm. about, like, yeah, I'm, person is built this way but they look at them like oh yeah you must you yeah. out here cycling you should have been skinny by now it's good yes. like what yes yes yeah. Yo, yes and that's out of control but i don't know that's, i think that's just who we are it does speak to self-love because now you got to think about the self-love of the person who said that where are they yes. at with it yes yeah you know i mean yeah yeah but to your to your point about how people felt about like coming on our rides it was the perception that's what, yeah you know is truly perception and uh, something I heard throughout, throughout early in my early on in my career was perception is reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've always hated mm-hmm. that because perception is we ride fast because we look fast. We have nice bikes and our kids are are arrow and whatever race cut, so we look like we're going fast. But reality is, you join one of our rides and be having a normal conversation and having a yeah. great time having a great time that's how we got into the sport making you friends know? chopping it up like yeah, yeah absolutely you know and so i think uh you know we just have to we have to continue to just like talking to people man yeah. like on a personal yeah. level because there are clubs out there where the perception is a reality where they are riding fast and they are dropping you and they are looking at how you look on the bike and they're looking and saying Oh, he's 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 not in shape. He's gonna be slow. You know, mm-hmm. like those things do happen. Um, and if you experience that, I don't think that's the right club for you to ride yeah. with personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's not us. No, no, no. Right, but like that. So, for example, right, like <clears throat> being competitive in things that I've done athletically, you know. I have a standard for myself of things that I want to accomplish. And it's weird because it's never like me versus Ock or versus Chad. It's just like, all right, cool. Let me see if I can be the best that I can be at this. The difference with cycling is not like other kind of fast twitch ball sports, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't just do the equivalent of VO2 max intervals and then time out, <laughs> right? Yeah. It is truly an endurance sport. So it's like, wow, like, okay. I really have to accept that I have to change how I eat uh, so that I can perform and enjoy myself more on the bike. So if I want to go for a 50 or 60 or 75 or God forbid, a hundred mile ride, right? Like I know, I I know (laughs) what to eat, when to eat. And it's not about me starving myself, right? Because the only reason why I would starve myself is because I don't want to quote unquote put on weight. Because there's an idea that, um, you know, if you, you know, like in, in other sports that aren't endurance sports, 
like you can burn fat, but it's only for a short period of time. But if you're doing like a 60 mile ride and you're doing it at a pace of 13 miles an hour, do the math. Yeah, that's a lot. You see what I'm saying? It's going to take you five hours. There's no way around it. Your metabolism just murking everything <laughs> yeah. in your body. Yeah, everything Dang, in your man. body is being hurt. Yep. You know, like, so, you know, like, I, I think that, you know, like, for, for, for me, having that conversation, which led to other conversations um, throughout the summer, really made me think, like, wow, like, there's there are a lot of people who uh, uh, are uncomfortable in their skin. And uh, they need to be uplifted and supported, you know? Um, now, obviously, they live their life, right? Like, like time doesn't stop. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, not like, it's not like they sitting around with what was me printed on their forehead, uh-huh. right? Like, th- that's not the case. But you can tell once you go into certain water that, oh, it's going to be deep. My next step could be, like, there is no bottom, yeah. <laughs> right? Because you don't know how far down the hole... Uh, where they are in their journey and in, in, in self-love and, and yeah. looking at themselves in a mirror, uh, whether naked or in their kit or in their clothes uh, and feeling like, yo, I love myself fully and completely. Yeah. Cycling is one of those sports that uh, um, exposure, like expose how vulnerable you are, mm-hmm. you know, because like you think about the cycling kit, it's supposed to be more close to your body. Mm-hmm. So you're almost damn near naked. Well, you so basically well, are. You yeah. are damn near naked. No other sport. Football, the jersey still somewhat can cover you up for the most part. Basketball, the same. Baseball, the same. Cycling is one of the only sports where it is so close to your body uh. that, like, yo, I got to, like, be on this bike and... Basically, I'm butt naked on this bike. Word. Word. It's crazy, right? Every little curve. Every curve. Right. It takes so much, like, to just, you could just go to, the, you know what I mean? When you go to the court, throw some shorts on, sneakers, whatever. Whatever you want to wear. You could, you know what I mean? Find yourself, find your little, like, the way you express yourself and your fashion and all that. But this, as soon as you start, you either in shorts, which is wrong, or you got to dive in immediately. And it's like, yeah, that shit is tough, but... The, the spandex, the, the lycra, whatever we're wearing, like, it, yeah, you definitely have to give up some type of vulnerability just to even put it on and yeah. step outside. You can't like, hide. You can't <laughs> hide. You can't hide. That's crazy. You like, know, and so that's crazy. what I actually appreciate about this about this sport is you are vulnerable. Mm. I, I actually challenge my vulnerability um, in all facets of life. And so, like, yo – if something is too tight and I got to wear it that day, it is what it is. I've definitely been out there with a too tight bib and a too tight jersey. <laughs> too tight bib. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It just is what it is. And once you become vulnerable with yourself, it just becomes a lot easier to accept who you are as a person in the journey that you're on. Yeah. yeah. It's the whole vulnerability piece that people aren't comfortable with, and that's where their egos get in the way. That running towards that is actually... I found, and I've been forced to do it, but running towards being uncomfortable, bro. Ask me two years ago, three, four years ago, like, yeah, you would you ever do a podcast? I might, I mean, like, I'm <laughs> right. about to fight you, bro. Right. <laughs> shit. I, it's just not me. It just wouldn't right. be who I am. But running towards being uncomfortable and putting yourself in a position where it's like, all right, this is not my thing. But as soon as you do, bow, you got over it. It's over with. You know what I mean? And 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 outside with the with the cycling thing, every time there's a challenge. That's exactly what it turns out to be. Like, yo, I don't know about this. Like, 70, 80 miles, just do it. This fast for this long, just do it. This much elevation on one route. Like, yo, we're about to do 3,000 on, on, I mean, on yeah. one route. Like, just just do it. Approach that. Now, I, we're giving cycling examples, but obviously we're talking about life right now. So, yeah, it, it goes all, both ways. All I used ways. to hate climbing. I used to hate climbing. And now I just look at it as a challenge. You know, like... There are roads I'm like, oh shit, we doing this today. <laughs> but now it's just like, yo, it is what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as long as I keep pedaling, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get through it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I and I think like, you know, like marginalizing other people's experiences, you know, uh, uh, happens. So for example, right, like I've been in situations recently where someone was proud of an accomplishment. I was, oh, man, that first time I did, da, yeah. da, da, da. 
the next was the first response to that was, "Oh, that ain't shit." From you? No, not from me, oh. but from somebody else was like, was "That ain't shit." That. I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I was just like, "Wow," right? Because Word, you know, cool. and and it makes me wonder, like, why isn't there more support and just uplift, you know, like uplifting of each other? Like seriously, because the crazy thing about cycling is. Okay, fine. If you want to go fast and you want to go be competitive, find your group that allows you to have that. And then if you are not like trying to be a racer and have a race-like environment, because I, I split the world in two halves. Either you're trying to be a racer, have a race-like environment as not. frequently as possible, or you're not, yeah. right? And, and the you're not doesn't mean that you don't want to become a better cyclist, which in turn sometimes means that you get faster, Right. Or that occasionally you may want to dip your toe into the, yo, let me do the A ride or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. It doesn't mean that, but it's very different than someone who is just like all the time they're on A. Right. Right. All the time they're on hit. Let's get, yo, if it's, if, if, if it ain't moving at, you know, 20 miles an hour, don't call me. Those people scare me, by the way. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's their journey. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's what they want. What I don't like is, when they begin to then judge others who choose not to have that journey. Right. I don't, I think it's to Chaz's perception point. I just think it's if, all right. So we're, let's say we were with five, six, seven people and we determined like, yeah, these people want to use cycling to get better as individuals, health reasons, whatever, even if it was athletic, that's different than we with these five individuals and they're competitive. And they're like, yeah, I see what you did, Chris. I'm yeah. after that. Now, that's cool, but when you mix the two is when it becomes a problem. Now, yes. it's like this super ultra competitive person. This individual is trying to get better, but they're doing it for various other reasons. Mm -hmm. Oh, that ain't shit. Like, you only did 1,200 for today. That's nothing. Right. Like, nah, right. baby. Like, I, that part of it kind of bothers me. Like, I don't like when people marginalize individuals' mm -hmm. accomplishments in that way. Like, nah. Yeah, using, like, Strava as a opportunity to put somebody down is just wild to me. Like I see, I seen you <laughs> going through looking at your um mm -hmm. checking yeah. your stats and all that. Yeah. People are funny, man. It's like, come on, man. I'm out here trying to better myself yeah. and you worry about how much elevation I did. Yeah. It's crazy to me. But I, I think women are more vocal when when given the opportunity to speak about it, they're more vocal about how that plays into their enjoyment with the sport, right? Like, because think about it, like when we, because we host a lot of beginner rides. Yeah. And, you know, it ebbed and flowed. Now it's about 50-50. But at first. As far as participation. Participation between yeah. men and women. Mm -hmm. But before, when we were we hearing, right? We were hearing like, oh, people are too fast. Or, oh, like, you know, it was, it was, and I've heard, and you know, through other channels that you guys are a part of, that, Women feel uncomfortable. Yeah, he got him. He got him. He got, him. He got, him. He got, him. He got other channels. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He, he caught that. All right. Yeah. Other channels that you guys are a part of yeah. that women need to have space just for them to do their thing, which mm. I'm okay with, right? Obviously, everybody needs to have their space to do their things. But by and large, it was said in no uncertain terms that women have a problem with riding with men more often than that because they feel like they're going to get dropped by the men. And I'm, and I'm not talking about the people who want to go fast and race. Just period. I'm talking about like the general public who likes to ride, right? And and what ends up happening is that testosterone kicks in, that level of competitiveness kicks in. And, and, and it, the women, at least, again, it's very small sample size and compared to all the women that exist. But I mean, I feel confident in making this statement because we're out there. We're on the ground. Yeah. We're hosting the rides. We've seen it go from having no women to now it's, if we have 30 people out there, we got 15, 17 women, sometimes 20 women on the ride. Yeah, of course. Right? Like, so we've seen that. And that's a direct, that's not by accident, right? We were intentional about making sure that everybody can feel comfortable. Right? In the space. Right, fast or slow. It, the the competitive part, I, I can see that because we uh, channels that we are all a part of. Yes, we definitely uh, came across that where it was like, listen, there's a you know there's a uh, a women's activity that, that or event that's going on, and they wanted to keep that 
cl- not closed off, but just, you know, predominantly, or if not all women. And I understand that part. That's so funny to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speak on it, bro. This, that's what we're doing. So the women didn't want to join a collective ride because they felt like they would get dropped by the men. But they would go on an all-women's ride so they could do the dropping. Is that what? And, 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 and during some of these channels that we're all a part of, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. And then they were complaining about dropping the women. It's the same. That's my, the same, that was my point. I'm trying to get right. it's, it's exactly the same. That is hilarious. Because the environment is still not a supportive <laughs> environment. I'm telling you if, you, if you are if you are purely out for competition purposes, then, I mean, that's the zone you got to find. If you if you mingle amongst if you're amongst people who are just a just trying to enjoy themselves I mean it's enjoyable cycling obviously but like I'm just out here like we're gonna stop and get a beer or we're just gonna chop it up and talk da, da, da. that's what my goal is then to mix that with the whole like competition I'm a dust I'm burning I'm out here trying to burn you I'm dropping you all of that I think that's a bad look yeah especially see and my problem with that is like for example right. Very early, early on in the season, we had an opportunity to lead a ride. It was a phenomenal turnout. There were probably like fifty people, men and women. It was probably equal. Some, you know, somewhere in there, maybe slightly more women. Bro, we did the ride. It was thirty miles or so. At the halfway point, they were trying to order breakfast. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I was like, wait, we don't. Uh, that's not what we do. This isn't nowhere in the description of this ride. At a restaurant. Not where just, where not we're going to be ordering eggs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Ride and brunch. Eggs Benedict, you know, like with with, with the side of, 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 of melon. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I didn't eat a melon wow. medley. You know, like so. And I felt, I, I will admit this. I, I said something and I was like, yo, you can't buy that. Right, I was like, "This isn't that type of ride," and it was just my knee-jerk reaction. But then later, after talking to y'all, you were like, "Chris, that was probably wild." But I was like, "But because you definitely didn't." The way you even said it right there probably isn't really what you said. Right, that's yeah, not really right, what no, I said. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Chris right. always said it much faster. I can't buy that. You can't buy that. And then, and then I, I, yo, I told one person like, "Yo, you got to throw that food away." And gave him a countdown. Yo, yes. I'm like, yo, we leaving in five minutes. You, you, you just bought your food. With a, with a real actual plate of food. Actual plate. Like yo, a whole ass plate. Can you imagine walking in the store telling another adult they can't buy something <laughs> with their own money? That just We leaving you. I mean, well, you just leave. Then, yo, bro. I had to regroup. The, I had to yo. regroup everybody and say, this is a, 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 a short stop for bathrooms. And maybe you get some extra water or maybe a banana or something light. Because we only French have 15 minutes, toast, 15 bro. miles to go back. I'm eating my French toast, man. Bro, yeah. but like, yo. But you know what? Now thinking about it, yo, they probably really needed it. Not the whole French toast plate. <laughs> they didn't need the whole French toast plate, bro. Don't give me that. They, yo, they, 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 need, they needed some food. Yes, they But they did not something. need the French they toast. Just, that's an, that's an education. That's an educational yes. moment yes. right there. <laughs> You're like, listen. Yes. I pulled it back. and I, 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 <laughs> Listen. I, they finished though, right? They finished the ride. They finished the ride. So that's that. See, that's what they I mean. They finished like, the yeah, ride. That's the accomplishment. They took bites. They got it. I was like, listen, I'm going to give y'all five minutes to fin- take a few bites of this. Because, and I, and, and, and I, and the logic, I pulled a small group of them to the side who was, you know, getting the whole breakfast plate meal and stuff. I was like, let me ask you a question. Do you really think that you can consume this much food? And then ride immediately after you consume it. They were like, no. Like, we were going to wait at least an hour, hour and a half. I was like, right. But what about all the other people? Wait, wait an hour and a half? Did their food digest? Wild time. So I was like, so what about all the other people? Okay, fine. There's six or seven of you, but there are like 40 of us. Shall we leave it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to get left. Yeah. Right. So, and I was like, listen, in all seriousness, if you want to enjoy your meal, go right ahead. Do you have the route? That's how many I'm had to route. Furthermore, none of them. Right. Furthermore, yo, this is our ride. Yes. Which was it was clearly articulated. You know how I be detailing the the stuff. Like, listen, if they could, if they wanted to stop for brunch, they could. Like, hey, y'all, at the midpoint, we're actually gonna stay. We'll catch up with y'all later. But to think that the forty other people would just wait for them to enjoy French toast and melon is wild to me. And that's. 
that means that they are not thinking about any th- anyone other than themselves. Yeah. So it does go both ways. Even the speedy dudes just thinking about them yes. or people. Who, yeah. It, it's yes. on both sides. Right. It goes on both sides. And and I felt I felt really badly because one, if how I said, it, I probably should have said it completely differently in the moment. I did pull it back together, but I felt badly because I I was legitimately sitting there like. On the ride back, thinking to myself, the audacity. <laughs> yeah. Right? In the same way that I would, I've been on rides when people are like leaving people, right? They're like, out, out, da, 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 we out here. Dropping them off. And I'm like, yo, but that wasn't, that wasn't this ride. Right. Why did you come out here if that's what you wanted to do? Right. Some people enjoy getting dropped, man. If that's what, what you, you mean, wanted. dropping people. No, some people enjoy getting dropped. Oh yeah! No, there's a, there's definitely a um an, an adage that like you know you go on these fast rides you get dropped off you get better sooner or later you won't be getting dropped anymore and that's how you get better you just keep trying trying I know um um Eddie does does routes like that all the time shout out Eddie like he'll ride with groups that are faster than him stronger than him and over the course of time even he was talking about that that, that hilltop ride he just gets better and better so there's people that do that that it not necessarily enjoy getting dropped but enjoy that you know what I mean like the the competition part. But for you to be out here, like, again, if you recognize that someone is here just for the fun of it all, like, they're not in a competitive mode, and you just turn the burners on and dust them, like, that's just, that's a problem, man. Definitely, we we should definitely be aware of that, and we should definitely be, I, I feel responsible. Like, if we, if Black Watch puts on a ride, some type of event, a ride, whatever it may be, we can't leave anybody, bro. Unless you choose to do something outside of... Uh, Ordering French toast. Yeah, things of that nature. <laughs> like, but, in, in, but in regards to the ride itself, like I'm not trying. Yeah, like there's people on the ride. We not. We can't leave anybody. No, and we and we haven't. We actually haven't. Yeah. We've never completely <laughs> flat out. <laughs> yeah. Left anyone? Not like oh, we see them back there. No. No. Some people have. But I have lost. had to say to people, you know, this is your turnaround point, given how you've been performing thus far. And the pace that the group is moving, you did a phenomenal job by keeping up to this point. But I think if you turn around here, you won't go deeper into the into the water until you get to a point where you're really in pain. And now, because people forget, like that they have energy to go out. Yeah, but they gotta come back. Mm-hmm. And you still know, got more, but like right at the, at the point where you would tell them, like, listen, you and I like the way you did it because you gave them a choice. Like, listen, this is what's going to happen going forward. You yeah. can't turn around right yeah. now. You're good. You got the route. It's not far. You know where you're at. Yes. The money. And you even though you feel okay right now, but by the time we get to the turnaround point, it's over for you. And, like, that's that's a good look to, to allow people to make that decision. They don't feel some kind of way. You yes. know what I mean? Like Yes. They, they make they can make their own choice. Yeah. Now, in that particular instance, you, you understand that you're getting dropped. Right? Because now, if there's a group of 15 people... And their level of experience and fitness is just higher than yours. The pace that they're riding it with, it's just higher than yours. And you've done a great job up until this point. And the rest of the route has been explained with the level of elevation, the pace Speed, that we're going yeah. to keep, mm-hmm. right? And if you're at the point where you're noticeably having trouble and you want to continue because, and I was told, I'm good. I just want to finish it. That's so then up. that, all right, cool. We're going to see you at the, you know. Got that map. You got that route. Got, got the that route. map. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's another ego thing, man. You know, we we've, we've had people uh, that are, that are part of our club come out for their first ride, <clears throat> and you know, they want to extend it. And you're like, you sure? <laughs> You're like, yeah. And then you just see them hurt. They because they feel good in that moment, but yo, when you got to do an extra ten miles. Ten miles out, ten miles back. You throw twenty on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like yo. If you think about it, extra ten miles is far, far yeah. for yeah. someone who's not riding all the time. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Five miles could seem like forever, depending on how you know how slow you're pedaling. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, or or just how you ride, because again that. That larger group that I described before, you have people that are that spectrum is so wide, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I ride my bike every day. 
like, oh, like how people go for walks every day. Right, right. You know, it's it's on that vibe. Like I just get on, and I just pedal, and I just take my time, and you know. Yeah, or yo, that five miles could be five miles of climbing. Word, depending on, <laughs> especially when we were left, depending on which way you go. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. So, it. yo, that five miles could really, yo, put you uh, on a curb. Yeah, talking about literally stretch. Yes. Yes. Break, break dancing. Break dancing in somebody's lawn. <laughs> somebody's lawn. Yes. Calling that Uber. It's real. Yo, it shout out to AI, real. bro, for break dancing you know? on top of the bridge. So, listen, man. Ride your ride. Ride your ride. Keep pedaling. Keep pedaling. You know, and and this will lead me to our, our Coach Chris moment today. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is um, about group riding. Because... <clears throat> We talk about this, and I think it's going to be a recurring topic, right? Because I think it's it's one of these topics that, like a bike fit, like you have to constantly be reminded of it because as you ride and as you grow as a cyclist, your level of understanding increases with it, right? So, like, group riding, one, have you done it or not? That's number one. Irrespective of your fitness level because you can be strong yeah, but not know how to ride in a group, Right? Or you've never had to lead the group, right? Mm-hmm. So understanding what your limitations are are one. Number two, understand what type of rider you are and the group that you decided to join the ride with. And vocalizing that, right? Saying, hey, I saw this ride. I I, I think I may be able to, to, to do it, but I'm not sure. Can you tell me more about it? What, what I should expect? These, this is what I've done thus far to date. Like, have that conversation if possible. And if not, you roll up, have that conversation. Ask questions. You know how we say it. That's what we tell you. Yeah, Me because group riding isn't just riding with people, right? <laughs> like, really good group rides, they pace line, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's a key component to cycling, right? They pace line. And if you've never pace line before, you're probably too far back. Or you're too far forward where you're wheel overlapping, right? Mm-hmm. And you're causing danger or you're doing things that you should not do, like, you know, expel, expelling bodily fluids in the middle of the pace line. Yo, cycle snots, man. Yo, I can't. <laughs> don't do that, man. Please, right, please. right. You're holding out your hand isn't going to stop it, no. <laughs> right? Like trying to warn people, it isn't It isn't going to stop it. No. So, you know, group riding is is an essential part, and it, it actually brings the cycling community together. It makes it something that's really unique and different. And I think only runners are close, where you can have a group that goes out and runs, and they stay together for a certain distance or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and, and you can actually draft in running. But the mechanical advantages of bikes, it can the, the draft effect is a little more. Uh, yeah, significant there. You know? There's a lot. There's there's more variables in cycling, but I think biggest piece with group rides is communication you know like mm-hmm. communicating like listen we're going to stay at x number of speed um and we're going to you know uh we're going to pace line when you get to the front stay out for yeah. 10 seconds get off yep. you know like people don't understand how beneficial that is and how you conserve so much energy in a group ride if it's done right and it's a thing of beauty. I don't know why people don't really actually, why they shy away from it. It's a, yes. It just moves the entire group that much further and faster trying to get somewhere. It's, and it's a, it's just a beautiful movement. Like the way it actually works out. Yes. You find yourself, yeah. you, once you do it, you'll be like, oh, this really is not easier, but as far as the energy, the output that I'm putting out by myself, I'm wild. Yes. Like the amount, I'm just, I'm bugging. But in this, Paceline, this situation that yo, we're doing, it's just an art. So more. It, it is. is an art. Like, it is. yo, the people that kill me on, on, on these group rides are the ones that get to the front of a, a pace line and they hammer it. Right. So the pace line, and what Chad is saying, the pace line is moving at a certain pace. <laughs> yep. Now the people on the top move off. That next person, click, click, right? You hear their gears drop one or two and they pick up the pace. That's not what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Unless the goal is. You know, at that point in the ride, that you're gonna hammer it, but but even that should be communicated, right? Yeah, because sure. the person that just came there off has to get back on. Yeah, because yeah, it happened to us on yes. our last group. Yeah, ride. the person who came off has to get back on, and yeah. it's it's better to pick up the pace when the group is all together, right? Than it is to 
just unilaterally you decide like, oh, because again, because of the draft effect, you're not feeling that wind hit you. So you're like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Right. Oh, so man. When you get to the top, you turn and up. now yeah. when the wind hits you, you're like, oh. Yeah. This right? is totally different you, up top. If you're if you're at the back of the line when the pace line started, then you conserve God knows how much energy. So much energy. So much energy. Now you get to the front, you want to put it all out, and then you do ten seconds of it, and you fall all the way back. Yeah. You're you're not being fair to everybody else. Yep. You know, yep. you're, once again, you're being selfish. Mm-hmm. This is the wrong ride. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you get screamed on by someone for doing, you know, way too much, then you get upset. It's like you were being selfish, bro. Or yes. Sis, you know? Yes. And, you know, something else with, with group rides is please come prepare with all your stuff. Like as if you're riding solo, like have your inner tubes, have your nutrition, have your water. Food right. Like. Obviously, if it's your first time, maybe you don't know. But if you're going to be doing it regularly, please have your equipment. Because if someone gives you their equipment, what are they going to have? Right, right. It's a journey, too. You're not going to get it right, like, on first try. I mean, that's dope if you do. But that nutritional journey as you're cycling, I think it's something we're all still, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, trying to understand. Is that like that how changes much- a lot. Like, that has changed constantly for us. But the But bring something, bro. Bring something, please. Yeah. And, and like, bring something and be prepared to to actually eat it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yo. <laughs> right? If you need to stop, then say it. Yes. Yeah. Don't sit there and try to pull out a goo or team kitchen or something as you're riding you swerving. Right. That ain't the time. Nope. Nope. Hey, y'all, I need to eat. Yes. Because, by the way, that stop will be a minute or two. And it's not just you. I, right? I promise not, you, yeah. you're not the only person thinking <laughs> right. about they trying to put something in their belly. And as soon as you say, yeah, me too. I mean, people will agree. Like, speak yes. up. Speak up. Yeah. Because yes. if I see Chris eat or Ock, you don't really. He's a I robot. S- he's golden nah, child. Nah. Golden <laughs> child Ock pulling, <laughs> eating the leaves, getting the dew from the leaf. Now, I'm going to keep it 100 with you on this gravel ride, though. We just had a, a gravel ride that we, we hosted just this past weekend. I made sure. I was like, I don't know what to expect. I got bars in the bag. You two, did have two water bottles. Two water yeah. bottles, you know what I mean? My man I is a through. one water bottle dude. Yeah. You had one water bottle in Miami too, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, see? <laughs> 50 <laughs> mile ride with one water bottle. But he knew that we were going to take a stop to his yeah, credit. That's good. He did. I, and I filled back up. up too because I definitely needed to. Yes. Yeah, but you know, us normal folk. You know, we need to consume water. both <laughs> bottles. <laughs> nah, but to, to, I mean, full gear. One ride we went out the I was so embarrassed. We went to to what is it? Hilltop, high top? What's um store was it? In Cranford. Cranford Hilltop. Oh, Hilltop. Yeah, I just yeah. I, I forgot my shoes, bro. Like I'm sad to admit. I, I did something like that. So forgetting your gear, it happens. You know what I mean? Like stay on top of that. Bring everything you need. Food, gear, all that. Don't forget yeah. helmets, shoes, socks, all that, please. Yeah, oh and and just remember to bring your nutrition. Like so often people we we go on group rides and people are like, oh, I didn't eat this morning. Wild times. But we're like, but we're doing a 40 mile, 50 mile ride. Like, when are you going to eat? Oh, I'll eat at the halfway point. Huh. Okay. Okay. Let's see how that works out. Like Let's see how yourself. that works out. You're already in a deficit, bro. Yes. You're already come and, 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 and this goes back, tying it back to our conversation earlier around body image and everything. So often the reason that people do that is because I'm going to burn fat. So I'm looking to come and use this ride as a way for me to be at a caloric deficit. Do not want to be in ketosis and that's on that's not, the not ride. what you... No, Hell exactly. No. What? Yo, that you is are, your fuel. You are yeah. damaging body parts, my yes. guy. Like, yes. Nah, you can't do that. And you end up bonking. Word. Right? And just feeling absolutely miserable. It's a terrible feel. I've been there. Yo, I've been there. We talked about this. Like uh, that Philly experience changed my life, bro. <laughs> it, changed, it changed my life. Never again do I want to feel like that on my bike, man. And Chad's looking at it's like, yo, is he okay? Dunzo. Is that man all right? Dunzo, bro. It happens. Never ever want to feel that way again. It happens. Yo, I definitely thought both of y'all was hurt on that Philly ride. 
I, we were hurt for different reasons. <laughs> I was hurt because he his he was having mechanical issues. My feelings was hurt. Right. Yo, you know what I'm saying? He was having mechanical was issues. All in his body language. Right. I was like, oh man, I don't right. know if I should stay with this man or keep going. <laughs> he was making that Kevin Hart meme when they be like, <laughs> yeah, I yes. was, my feelings was hurt, boy. Meanwhile, I'm slumped over the bike. Yo. Can't pedal. Shout out to Taisha, man. Taisha for 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 riding with me back at ten miles an hour for for the next twenty miles. Yeah, definitely I'm sorry, I had to leave you, bro. Yeah, nah, bro. Yeah, no, <laughs> we was good. Like we was, we had the map. Yo, we were so far behind. There was a whole car accident that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. And the car accident was getting cleaned up by the, by the time yeah. we got there. We're like, yo, what happened? The car accident. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah, so. Properly fuel, please. Eat Yo, fuel. Yeah, real quick. Miami, I didn't think I, I did well in Miami from a, a fueling perspective. Talk about it. Because my biggest challenge is waking up that early and eating enough food. Yo, what time was it, bro? To fuel. You was up at like 5, 5.30. To fuel for that ride. And I didn't think that ride was going to be what it was going to be. So by the time we got yeah. to the midpoint, it was like, all right, y'all, ready to go. And I was like, oh, shit. So I probably hung in for probably like the first five, ten miles. And after that, it was like. Have it. You didn't have it. I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. It was a fast 50, by the way. Super fast 50. It was fast at that 50. point in time, that probably was our fastest 50. Yeah, it was a fast 50. Yeah, at that point in time. Fastest flat 50. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but to that point, waking up. Now, this is just me. But waking up at five in the morning and then at that point in time, eating enough to be ready for fifty miles, I, I definitely I didn't do it correctly. I know I didn't, but yeah, there was, on a daily basis, like I I forgot we woke up that early, bro. Yeah, we had a whole was, last meal and all, because like. you know we had food already prepared for us, yeah. ready to go. Um, shout out Chef Don. Shout out, yeah, shout out to Chef Don. Chef Don killed it for us, but that helped actually inform when I went to One Love this year. I felt like that was the first time I got my nutrition pre and on the bike and post bike, right. So I was disappointed because the hotel we were staying in, you know, I don't eat waffles before I go ride my bike. Right? Like so the buffet is like waffles and like fruit loops. Uh, <laughs> right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Waffles, sausage, eggs, and fruit loop and, and breakfast potatoes. Like I don't eat any of those things before I ride my bike. It's kinda heavy. Right. So yeah. I ended up just going to doing the team kitchen. By the way, uh, Team Kitchen is not a sponsor of this podcast, but, be, but we love their product. <laughs> Team Kitchen. Somebody out there knows anybody from Team Kitchen? Please DM us on on IG. Let us know so we can reach out so we can definitely make that contact. But but basically, what it is is uh, like oatmeal in a pack, and it and it tastes like applesauce. It's apple pie in a pack. Yeah, apple pie. Yes, it is so good. So I ended up having two Team Kitchens before I started riding. Drank obviously drank water. And then I would bring four more with me. Yeah. So then after that first 40 minutes, I'll take another one. Then every, I was on a 40-minute cycle, and I ended up being great like that. Chris, what you um hold those team kitchens in? Um, I had a bar bag. <laughs> you had a bar bag on a Fast 50 days. I had a bar I had bag. Speedballing. Speedballing. <laughs> Fastest I've ever ridden my bike, bro. <laughs> bar bag on. 24 miles an hour for like 50 miles. Getting busy. And I had a bar bag. That's but I And that was on the last day. So we had done Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then on Sunday when we did that ride. Um, I was I was thoroughly uh, shout out to Kate, you know, for yeah. helping prepare me um, for that. But also, you know, like shout out to to Taisha for riding back with me and Chad for leaving me because it made <laughs> me make sure that you know what I mean. Like everything was as best I could possibly do, and my mentality was totally when I don't have it, that's it. I got the uh, map. It's just a straight down and back. I'll just ride back by myself. Yeah. Eat, you know? eat, get your proper nutrition on. Get man. your nutrition in. Love yeah. yourself. Self-love and all. Yeah. Self-love. So, I mean, we're probably closing out now, but um, self-love and loving the skin that you're in and just who you are in this time in your life and your journey. Um, you may not be exactly where you are, want to be, right? I mean, are we where we nah, want to be? it's not possible. It's, it's impossible. That's not what life is, right? Yeah. Like, so, um, love the skin you're in, you know, um, really fall in love with yourself. And it's, it's easier said than done. It takes intentionality. It takes gratitude. It takes, even in some instances, like having people pour into you sometimes to remind you of how beautiful you are. Inside and out. Inside and out. 
Go towards whatever you're scared of, man. Go towards that. Which I told you, man. It's a remedy, boy. Yeah, I don't know. And if side. you're and if you can't go towards it yourself, I'm pretty sure there's someone in your friend group that can hold your hand and walk with you as you go towards it. Yeah. Practice being vulnerable with somebody you trust. Get, Word. You, get you some good guys like this here, man. You know what I mean? Get you some Word. Good guys like this here. No, for real. Like, it matters. Yeah, well, what up? It matters. Yo, good episode, guys. Oh, it's real deep. It was. <laughs> I mean, we have range. <laughs> we have range. Chris we got jokes one. and we got we can go deep. Pull no. that topic out. Yes. Yeah. Yo, yes. Season two. You know what I mean? Stay tuned. We got more, obviously. Follow us. Blackwash Cycling on IG. Go to our website. Purchase the merch. W-W-W. Purchase the merch. Blackwash.cc. Blackwash.cc. Backslash shop. <laughs> on the shop side. Yeah. And last thing, get out them shitty shammies. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, upgrade your bib shorts. Yo, we out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>